Hi guys, welcome back to this podcast. And if you're just joining us, this is Gospel in Simple Terms podcast. And we are super excited to have you with us on a beautiful Sunday like this. And this is of course an official happy 2024 to you and yours praying that this year bring more fruitful than every other year you have experienced from the stables of gist we love you so so much and we can't wait to share with you what god has in store for you this year my name is nancy osaragoy egariva and i'll be your humble host as always all right so we'll be moving straight right into god's word today but before then as a family you know what we do at the beginning of every new year right that's amazing so yes of course we are going to be having our team declaration for the year 2024 now i would want to tell you what a team declaration helps us do now a team declaration doesn't just um, it's not just a word given over our lives or a word um, just so that we have a word with us no it is something to help us focus on in the year 2024 it is something to learn about it is something to experience and it is something that God has given to us as a family. Does this mean that in all your experiences in this year, this is what happens or what only happens to you? No, but this means that we are going to be deliberately expecting this experience to be ours. We are going to be praying with it and we are going to be staying with this consciousness. But this is how we grow. And of course, this will help narrow down our focus to something to learn about in the year 2024. And I can assure you that by the end of this year, you'll be glad you did so. So, drum rolls, please. <laughs> Our thing for the year is no other than love. Now that we know what our team declaration for the year 2024 is, I want you to put this in front of your mind. That 1 John 4 verse 8 and John 13 verse 35 commends us that as disciples of God, we ought to love one another. As disciples of God, we ought to love one another, not just ourselves. We have to love other people, for by this shall we know that ye are his disciples so in the year 2024 we are going to deliberately learn about love and how to express it we're going to deliberately learn about love and how to express it we're going to be conscious of the fact that we carry god on the inside of us and it has no option than to reflect in our lives so straight right up we'll be going into god's word for us today and 
God's word for us today says what happened. What happened. So it is love, a semicolon, and what happened. So yes, what exactly happened? What love are we talking about? And bringing us God's word today is no other than my humble self. And God is going to be using me to teach on what exactly happened in the whole story of love. All right? I need you to be expectant. But before then, let's quickly say a short word of prayer before we move into teaching of God's word. Heavenly Father, we thank you for such a great opportunity like this. Thank you for teaching us by yourself through me. Thank you for strength. Thank you for understanding. Thank you for a receptive heart. Thank you for an open mind. Thank you for opening our eyes and our ears to receive from you. We decree and declare that by the end of this lesson, our lives are changed for better. Thank you because we learn to express your love better. And our action speaks of the growth we experience as a family in the name of Jesus. Receive the glory now and always, Father, for in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. So yes, our topic is taken from um, the theme as well. So what exactly happened? How did we come about with love? Now, I want you to imagine something for me. Imagine being told by someone you don't know that they love you. That's weird, right? Or by your sibling. Uh, Yes, your sibling. Your sibling who really says, I love you. Sometimes we have siblings like that. And then we have the ones who basically tell you they love you almost every time. But then we have siblings who love you, but they hardly tell you that they love you. They just by passing ways to say it. And then when they want to tell you they love you, they are most sincere. I love you. It's actually... I just hate you like this, (laughs) but we knew what you're trying to say. Okay. So imagine hearing that your love, I love you from your sibling who really says, I love you. And so you doubt it at first, Abby, somebody just walks up to you and say, I love you. You're like, ah, from where to where, right? Okay. So it is normal for you to doubt. And then if it's your sibling, you may even proceed to as far as slapping your younger sibling before asking the question, what happened? Now, for this part, I'm actually talking to the hard Nigerians we have. Jesus, some of you are extremely hard. <laughs> uh, well, it's not your fault. Okay, so before um, before you ask the question, what happened? You slap have landed on your sibling face or you are just waiting to hear nonsense so that you just have every full right to actually hit that your sibling. But then, this is the only reason this is similar to whatever you would have done is because against all odds, something tells you that as much as these people might not be serious, there might just be an ounce of truth in what they say. Because if you don't believe this at all, you really do not want to know why they are saying they love you or what exactly is happening. You just want to move on with your life, right? But because a part of us feel that they may eventually just mean what they have said, we want to ask why they are saying it, what exactly prompted them to say it, okay? 
and then because of this we our our inquisitiveness basically just rises up and then this is what brings us to the topic today what happened now i am legitly telling you today that you are loved i mean somebody just loves you excessively to the extreme is there any other word that exceeds the extreme well this person loves you above the word that exceeds extreme okay so you are loved somebody asked me to tell you that he loves you he loves you a great deal so yes now you are free to ask me what happened why am i telling you that somebody loves you why am i telling you today that you are loved a great deal why great now the issue is I'm telling you because I was sent to tell you. <laughs> okay, so let's open our Bibles. Let's open our Bibles to the book of Matthew chapter 27. I'm basically going to be summarizing that, but I'll need you I'll need you to do well to read this as the podcast go on. But if you know you can't do both side by side, basically just follow up on what I'm going to say and then you can go back to it just because of time. I would refer to some verses along the way. Okay, so Matthew chapter 27 basically tells us about the suffering of Jesus before he died. And then the burial of Jesus. So Matthew chapter 27 talks about the whole episode of God's love for you. Now we see in our most popular scripture, but um, it's really, really, people really just say it like that. But in John 3, 16, the Bible says that God so loved. In time I read the scripture, it just makes me wonder whether some people know what it means to be so loved. <laughs> For God so loved the world that he gave his only, some other version says he's one and only. Now the Bible doesn't just give you terms. He basically tries to express, like express it to the very best. For you to really understand what is happening here. He gave his only son, Jesus. And then after giving him, Jesus was to die for you and I. And then the Bible now says, if anybody believes in him, he wouldn't die. But he would live an eternal life. Now the whole of that John 3.16 was expressed fully in Matthew chapter 27. Jesus spent 33 years in that. Isn't that surprising? But it's because of you. He basically came, did the work of ministry and of his father and of course the ultimate purpose which he came on earth for 
which is to die for you and I. And, and Matthew 27 basically breaks it down into every step, every step, every step of the way, every everything that had to happen, how he was beaten, how he was spat on, how his clothes was torn, how a crown of turns was fixed on his head, how his, he was mocked, how he was given vinegar to drink, how he was pierced, how he hung up on that cross. And the funny part is, while we didn't know Christ, he loved you. He didn't think twice or choose to be skeptical or strategic in going to die for you. No. He basically went. This is this is what they say you put all your eggs in one basket. Well, Jesus didn't have so many eggs. Jesus was the only egg and he was put in the basket. And then this was basically to bring a salvation meaning that there is no other way than Jesus. And then Christ gave his all into ensuring that there was nothing left unturned. There was no stone left unturned to get you saved. There was no stone left unturned to get you redeemed. There was no stone left unturned to bring you back to the Father. He fulfilled every nook and cranny of the law. If it were you, you may want to think, would this bring me profit? Would these people come back to me? Would this be wise? I mean, I'm a God, so um, is there any need to come in and shame my thumb? But he did it so that some of you don't have questions like, why did you not come down? Oh, he can't. He really cannot experience things that we experience too. Oh, yes. So many people would have also said a lot of things. But then, he did it so that, you see that there is no male he wouldn't go to tell you how much he loves you. Do you get this? And so, getting you back has always been his plan. He didn't care all it took or how it looked. All that mattered was that it was you he loves and it was you he was going to be getting back after everything he was going to do. So even when man failed at creation due to doubt and disobedience, his love for man was not a second option. This we see in Genesis chapter 3. In Genesis chapter 3, after Adam and Eve had sinned and clothed themselves in something really shabby, for you to see that God is really not concerned with the person that sins, that's not the problem. The act is the problem. So meaning that it was the root cause of sin that had to be treated. And that was doubt. That was not believing what Christ or what, what God rather had told them. And this led to disobedience. So it means that for God to have treated the root cause of what happened in the beginning. Sorry, the beginning. <laughs> He had to make you believe something that looked too good to be true. 
amazing, right? He had to make you see. He had to, he had to tell you that wherever you go, whatever you do, anytime, any day, there is always going to be somebody home that loves you. Do you get it? So we see that even when this um, um, whole act happened in Genesis, Christ clothed them. God clothed them. He even saw that even in their mess and in them trying to hide, trying to protect themselves, he saw that they could not protect themselves. He made clothes for them. So even when we mess up and want to hide or drift away, what God is saying is come and the safe space you need. You want to hide? Come. I'll give you love. I'll give you rest. He says he made, he made the clothing better than what they had. Regardless of how messed they were. Now there is no mother that sees a child that eventually um, um, messes up him or herself and then leaves the child to wash him or herself up. Even if that child goes into drop into water, you cannot be as clean <laughs> as when the mother cleanses you up. You cannot be. And then when we see our children wearing some kind of clothes, you just wonder, how do these children think? But then as a mother, you are wiser. And then you go get something better, or even as an elder sibling. Because you know what is best. It is not because you, you really, really have to. I, I don't want to use that word. Because they can literally just come outside like that. And you wouldn't mind. But because of love, somebody say love cares. Love cares. So love would make you want to make sure that that baby or that your sibling is properly dressed, is properly covered, looks like they're coming from home. Now, the disposition of our father is always that of love. That is why our team scriptures tells us that for people to know that we are disciples of God, oh yes, you have to love. So all of these are basically to tell us how that this is what God wants you to know. That no matter how messed up you get, no matter how bad it gets, come home and the safe space. Come home. So as a just God, the soul that sin shall die. That is basically all um, what was written in the law. The soul that sin shall die. And then God is just. And then in as much as he's just, he is love. So in, in, in this death, this was to cause a total separation from us and God. But guess what? Jesus took your place. Jesus took your place. Oh, he was beaten, mocked, bruised, injured, spat on, flogged with whips that pulls out the skin. He wore a crown made of thorns. He hung there. Jesus didn't think twice. He didn't say, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll not do it again. No, I'm going to bring me calm down. 
Jesus, not grief for anybody. Guess why? Because of you. He was resilient on that cross because of you. For a moment, he felt like he himself was separated from God. When he cried, Eli, Eli, Lama, Sabachthani, he felt, he felt, he felt every emotion you think you, you might have felt before. But then, he gave up the ghost. Now, this is having fulfilled every requirement of the law. Having fulfilled them. He set you free. For whom the Son has set free is free indeed. So yes, love brings liberty. In your freedom, you have a choice. In your freedom, you have a choice. You have a choice to believe that this, all that Christ has done on the cross has made you saved. You have a choice to believe that all that Christ has done on the cross granted you salvation. You have a choice to believe that he paid for your sins. He pays for sickness. He paid for poverty. He paid for depression. He paid for pains. He paid for heartbreak. You have a choice. But it gives you freedom. Do you want to be free? All you have to do is believe. Now, this is what exactly happened. And that is what God has asked me to tell you today. That I love you, dear son. I love you, dear daughter. I'm super proud of you. Can't you see? Obviously, it's in the scriptures. I love you. And I have done this for you. All I want you to know that. I'm calling you back home. Come. 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 I'm the safe space you need. Do you think you are so far? God is saying, I'm the safe space that you need. Do you think that you have messed up a great deal? God is saying, I'm the safe space you need. Do you think that there is no, um, there is no better road for you? I'm going to put it that way. Or do you think that there is condemnation for you? God is saying, I'm the safe space you need. For if who, he, he who created you would not condemn you, then no one else has the right to. Thank you so much, guys, for staying tuned till this time. We have come to the end of God's word. Heavenly Father, we thank you for teaching us today about how much you love us. Thank you so much for the expression of your love for us on the cross. We are indeed super blessed and happy to call you father we ask oh lord that this stays in our consciousness day in and day out that we have a father who loves us and he goes with us everywhere and he has expressed his love and is still expressing over and over again in every details of our lives in the name of jesus thank you father for your love is eternal and this is what gives us the assurance that whatsoever we ask in the name of our father he hears us and he answers us we are totally grateful and we say that your name be praised as always in the name of jesus receive the glory father receive the honor father we decree that our week is blessed we decree that our week is fruitful we decree that our week is full of the expression of god's love for us in every detail and activities as we go through the week have your will lord for in jesus mighty name we pray amen thank you guys for joining us for the first episode of the year 2024 in case in case you are just joining us again this is 
Gospel in Simple Terms podcast, and we are super excited to have you. If this episode blessed you, please do well to share with somebody deliberately, and God bless you as you do so. I'll see you in our next episode. Bye.